Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Mickey. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and a personal trainer. And today I'm answering the question, should you cut specific foods from your diet? And so, well, my answer is, eh, it kind of depends. As a general rule, I don't recommend cutting out any food groups. Restricting is often what can lead us to binge eating or cause people to develop an unhealthy relationship with food. I mean, think about any time you've done a diet or a cleanse or you've followed something that says, okay, well, you can't eat all these things. What do you then focus on? You focus on what you can't eat as to, you know, most programs tell you what not to do as opposed to, wow, look at all the things that you can eat and you should eat. And so even just the way we frame our nutrition and, you know, this idea of foods that are good or foods that are bad really does impact our relationship with food. It even impacts how we interact with food. So sure, there are lots of things we should try to eat in moderation, but eliminating foods for most of us isn't, you know, the answer. And so when I say moderation is key, I think many people thrive while following an inclusive diet versus a restrictive diet. And what I mean by that is some people thrive well when they remove certain foods from their life. Meaning if you can have a donut every now and then without it affecting your goals, great. If you find a donut is a trigger food that consistently causes you to binge or fall off the wagon and spiral into weeks or months of poor eating, then maybe a firm no to donuts is what you need. However, I do think that if there is a food in your life that leads to that, taking time to reflect on why that is, is important. Because ideally, I think it's a good goal to be able to include all foods in your life that you like and enjoy. So if you have foods like that, I think it's important to go, why is that? And so I'm going to talk about chips. And a lot of you know this already, but I would really struggle with chips for so long. I go, oh my gosh, like I just love them so much that we, we really don't buy them very often. Um, however, I've gotten to a place in my life where I go, yes, we don't buy them that often, but if we buy them, I can leave them in the cupboard. I put them a little bit more out of sight. And then if I want them, I'll go, oh, I'm just going to go get the bag, fill a bowl, put them away. And I can do that now. But for a long time, I felt really out of control when it came to chips. And for me, my palate is salty over sweet. I find it like the texture. It's so delicious. They taste so good. They're literally created and made to be, you know, so delicious and tasty that we can't just have one. And that's, you know, manufacturing, that's marketing, that's all of it. And that's how I felt, though. I literally felt like, oh, my gosh, I can't just stop. I, I can't. And I think part of the problem is when we have that mindset of, oh, I can't stop, you know, I'm out of control, is we reaffirm certain fears. And I literally would be telling myself, well, I'll never be in control around chips. I'm always going to feel out of control. I'm always going to overeat them. It's always. And I would literally say always. 
And what does that reaffirm in my brain? What does that say? Oh, it says, oh, no, there's no hope for that, Nikki. You're always going to be out of control. You're never going to be able to have those in your life in a healthy way. And so I do think part of it is going, why do I feel like that? And trying, trying different things. I mean, like, hey, what if I buy individual serving sizes of chips? Does that help? Does that make me feel better? Sure, give it a try. And so I think the thing is, everyone is very different. We've had different diet histories, relationships with food. We've been told certain things by people close to us or friends or family or coaches. And that can really leave a mark and not always in a great way. And so at the end of the day, you are the only one who can decide what is going to be okay for you. What is going to make you feel good long term or at the end of the day? And if there's something that you feel, you know what, I don't really feel like I can healthfully include that in my life right now, then put it to the side. But don't say that it's forever, right? Maybe you can revisit in the future. And as you, you know, do those checks, and you say, okay, what works for me? What doesn't work for me? And it, know in this process that there's going to be a bit of a walking, falling down, picking yourself up, trying again, because there's going to be some things that do work. And there's going to be some things that don't work. And this is that trial and error part, trial and error part, that part where I buy a family size bag of chips and go, Oh, that that option doesn't work for me. Because after a stressful day, guess where I found myself, right? And, And that was depending on and that was probably several years ago. And for me, what I actually have learned is chips are something that I reach for. Yes, because they're yummy. But what I realized is I would reach for them in stressful times. So when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm exhausted, when I'm burnt out, that's when I would reach for them. And guess what? Anything I've found that I reach for during those times, I feel a little bit out of control with because personally in my life, I feel a little bit out of control. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. And when we're burnt out, that willpower and that desire to self-regulate ourselves is significantly lower than when you're having a great day, you're well rested, your stress levels are in check, your anxiety is in check. I can handle things a lot better. And so for me, realizing that there was a connection between when I would reach for chips and how I reach for them, I never saw that there was that connection of a certain feeling or emotion. I only saw that the end result was negative and it didn't lead me to feel very good. And so this is why I'm always saying, look deeper. It's not just surface level. If you want to improve your relationship with food, if you want to improve your relationship with your body, you need to, you know, peel back the layers, you need to be willing to go, why is this? It's not just a matter of saying, Oh, I know about nutrition, and I know what to eat, and I know what to do. There's a difference between knowing and doing. And I can tell you that I know most of us can relate to that we will say, Oh, it would be healthy for me to do A, B and C. And then you ask someone, well, how often do you do A, B and C? And they go, Oh, oh, well, uh, uh, exactly. I understand. It's different to know what we should be doing and different to actually put that into action consistently. 
So this is where taking a step back and going, what works, what doesn't, and reassessing. Yes, it's annoying. Yes, it takes time. Yes, it's more complicated. But that's where growth happens. You can't just say, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Well, what are you going to do instead? Especially if something has become habitual. Oh, I'm not going to snack anymore after dinner. Okay, well, how long have you been snacking after dinner for? A year? Two months? Ten years? If you're going to just stop doing something, you need to replace that habit with something else, right? It doesn't just stop. Most of us can't just go cold turkey with a habit or doing something different. And so if you are making a change, you need to take time to really look at that change you're making as a whole. What are you going to do differently instead? As opposed to, oh, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to eat this. What are you going to do instead? What are you going to eat instead? And so going back to that original question of should you cut specific foods out of your diets? Really and truly, there are only three times that I say you really should remove a food from your diet. One is if you have any intolerances, sensitivities, or allergies, and removing certain foods or food groups may be necessary to improve your overall health and well-being, then yes. I mean, I personally removed red onions from my diet 99% of the time because they really hurt my stomach as I've gotten older and caused me so much discomfort, even though I love them. Another reason to remove food from your diet if you don't like it. Yeah, if you don't like it, remove it from your diet. You don't have to eat it. There are so many different things that you can eat that if you don't like and enjoy something, remove it. And the third is kind of what I touched on already, and it's not necessarily a permanent removal, but if you are suffering from disordered eating or you're feeling out of control with food, it might be something worth trying is to remove the access or how easily you can access something. Like if you struggle with, oh my gosh, I'm having a really stressful time in my life right now and I find myself binging every single day. Well, if you know that you always binge on, you know, A, B, and C, then perhaps not buying A, B, and C means that you're going to have to do something different and you're going to not only just remove A, B, and C, but actually address what you're feeling, address those emotions, that anxiety, that stress, whatever that feeling is that leads you to binge. So like I said, that's not necessarily a permanent one, but I always like to remind people that whatever you buy is going to get eaten by you or someone else in your household. And if there's no one else in your household, well, then guess who's going to eat it? You. So as a temporary solution to support you feeling good, it can be helpful sometimes for some people to remove certain things from their household. Once again, that's not a, oh, you can't eat, you know, cookies or chips or ice cream, whatever it is when you go out to eat or if you go to a friend's house, but maybe it makes it a little bit easier for you to self-regulate and to feel your best and to be more intentional about saying, you know what, I'm really craving a cookie. I'm really craving an ice cream. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go get one. And it's going to be a really, really good one that's going to be so delicious and I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm just going to move on as opposed to I bought the cheapest pint of four liters of ice cream and I binged on the whole thing because I just felt awful and stressed and anxious and now I feel worse. So please remember that this third option is very individual. This will work really well for some people for that temporary period. And for others, it's not an option that you should even consider. 
right? Health and nutrition and your relationship with food is a very personal thing. And only you know, in your heart of hearts, you know, it works for you. You know what you shouldn't entertain. You know, if, well, you shouldn't go down the macro route or calorie count or get on the scale. There is not one approach that everyone has to do to get to where they want to be, to feel their best, to be healthy, to be strong. So give yourself the grace and compassion to try new things and to experiment a bit. There's a bit of trial and error. And know that if something doesn't work, you are not a failure. You've just eliminated one potential option or solution for your journey. And the reminder I'm going to leave you with is that if you think of three to five people in your life who've achieved their goals, remember that they've all done that in very different ways. And that's normal. The same goes for nutrition. The same goes for health. The same goes for strength. Just know that in your journey to your goals... You do not need to cut out your favorite foods. You do not need to miss out a meal with friends or family in order to achieve them. You can 100% eat foods you love regularly and still feel amazing. If you are looking for workout programs, recipes, or wanting to learn to calculate your macros, you can go to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger or if you have questions dm me on instagram my instagram handle is at justget.fit thank you so much for listening and don't forget to hit that subscribe button to not miss any future episodes